0: I'm Nuria martinez kiel
1: And I'm Dale Denwalt. You're listening to The Source.
0: Thanks for joining us as we discuss the Oklahomans' most impactful stories with the reporters who wrote them.
1: Tensions are boiling over at Western Heights, a school district in southwest Oklahoma City. My co-host, Nuria, sits down to talk about the fascinating story that she's covered for several weeks as the public school leadership there has devolved into turmoil. before we get too deep into the issues, can you describe for me the Western Heights District? Uh, where is it, and is it a large school district?
0: No, it's not a very big district at all. It's um, a, a smaller district uh, way out in southwest Oklahoma City, even past the airport. Um, over ninety percent of the students who attend there are low income. Thirty-five uh, percent of the students are learning English as a sequ- second language, um, and, and it. Discussing enrollment is a bit interesting because um, in 2020, enrollment was about 3,400, but we've seen hundreds of students leave the district. Uh, In 2021, enrollment dropped below 2,600. So it paints a bit of a different uh, picture of the district, but think about a smaller district of 3,400 students way out in Southwest OKC.
1: Right, yet still within the metro area.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Now, we've seen a flurry of reporting over the past three weeks about Western Heights, but the problems there seem to have become months ago or even longer. Uh, I know back in April, the State Board of Education put Western Heights on probation.
0: The recommendation of the department is to put Western Heights on probation in order for uh, corrective action and close monitoring and regular reporting to occur to bring them back into compliance within the 90
1: days. Uh, what does that mean, and what led up to that decision?
0: Yeah, um, probation is is it's pretty serious. Um, there are certain tiers to um, accreditation statuses, um, and probation is one step above the entire district getting shut down and all of the students being transferred to surrounding school districts. Um, probation, again, really serious. And so, you know, the school district, there has to be a lot going wrong uh, for a district to get to that point. Um, the, the State Board of Education, like you said, um, voted in April to put Western Heights on probation. And they had a, a litany of concerns that led to that decision. Um, Some are are pretty cut and dry. I mean, Western Heights is in the bottom 5%, uh, the lowest 5% in terms of academic performance. They've had some of the worst absenteeism rates in the state. Um, The past two years of audits have had um, poor results. There have been some certain financial practices that um, raised some alarm bells um, like spending bond funds and, from 2018 to pay off uh, bonds from two previous bond issues that could be a violation of state law. Um, a- another issue that caught state officials eye was that Western Heights was the last district in the state to return to any form of in-person learning. I mean, there were districts that had returned even one day a week, two days a week, A-B There Obviously, there were some that were full five days a week. But um, by April, every district in Oklahoma, except for Western Heights, had returned to some form of in-person learning. And this
1: is after, you know, after the close downs of the, of the pandemic, you know, parents uh, needing a place to put their kids during the day and uh, school districts... Uh, 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 Like you said, all of them, except for this one, inviting students back into the classroom.
0: Yeah. And we saw um, school reopenings becoming far more common and schools um, moving away from hybrid schedules toward fuller schedules once teachers started to be, uh, once they were eligible for the vaccine. And we saw that starting to happen in February. So after spring break, there were lots of districts that either weren't in person or they were in person just a few days a week that really started to flesh out the options students had for in-person and learning, Western Heights was still completely virtual. And so state officials were saying, "Hey, what's going on here?" Um, th- that's just a couple of examples. There were there were a number of other of, of other issues that that state officials were pointing to, one being just general disharmony in the community. Community members have been really really unhappy with the way that The district superintendent and school board were leading the district and if you ask them i mean these issues don't just go back a couple of months ago they go back a couple of years ago
1: and so the state board put western heights on notice with this uh, declaration that they were on probation this happened uh back in april 90 days from that point uh the school district had 90 days to sort itself out but even at, at the end of that 90 days the state wasn't impressed. You reported that the state board suspended the district superintendent Mannix Barnes, his certification uh, to be a superintendent. They suspended that over accusations of fiscal mismanagement, poor performance, retaliatory behavior. When the Western Heights District School Board found out about that, how did they respond?
0: They gave Mannix Barnes a three-year contract extension and a $25,000 bonus. That's how they responded. They also sued the Oklahoma State Department of Education, challenging their probationary status. Um, I don't think there was an expectation that they were supposed to completely turn themselves around in 90 days. You don't pull yourself out of the bottom 5% uh, of academic performance in 90 days that's not very feasible. But what the state said they could do was leverage some of the millions of dollars in federal aid that you received to assist students to progress academically. Again, you spent almost all but 10 days of the school year in fully virtual learning. Use some of your federal aid funds to help those students um, improve academically from a difficult year. Dedicate some of your money to giving them food, you know, food, food insecurity. Again, this is a really low-income district. That can be an issue. Um, you know, mental health services, there are so many different ways that they could have tried to support students um, with this. these millions in federal aid funds. Another thing that I forgot to mention that, that was an issue that led to probation was almost 40% of the district's employees were either fired or have left in the past two years since Mannix Barnes became superintendent in 2019. So they're saying you need to take greater steps to hire some of those people back or refill some of those open positions. Um, There were a lot of questions. Um, There were community complaints and staff complaints, people who wrote in anonymously to the State Department of Ed saying the reason they don't want to reopen from virtual learning is we don't think that There are enough people to reopen the schools. Not enough
1: teachers and and staff.
0: Exactly. So there were a lot of questions about that. So there are a number of things, you know, bringing people back in, supporting your students, using the federal aid funds that you can leverage. Just do something. Try to help your schools, improve your conditions in your schools. Um, And the school board's response was to sue the state and to give their superintendent a bonus and a three-year contract extension.
1: Really, really incredible stuff. And you you said that you forgot to mention something. I wouldn't hold that against you because there is so much going on here with the district, um, with the state involvement in the district and how they're responding. Uh, One of the more interesting things, and and I don't, you know, uh, we don't, I guess we don't know if it's a big deal yet, but on the eve of an audit that the uh, the state is conducting on Western Heights, uh, you reported that trash bags full of shredded documents were found in a trash bin behind the school Uh, what do we know about those documents
0: yeah so i spoke with the person who found the documents her name is brianna dodd she and some other uh, parents in the district found about 15 bags of shredded paper documents in a dumpster behind the western heights administration building found one found another um they took some of them, opened them, and found shredded pieces of check stubs and financial records inside. And what was of, of greatest concern to them was the dates on some of these, um, shredded documents was 2019 2020. Now, the state auditor and inspector's office is they have now begun an investigative audit of Western Heights. So, the, the day that these documents were found was uh, Monday, July 12th. That was the day that the State Board of Education fully intervened and, and took over operations of, of the school district. This board said you are on probation for all of these reasons, including leadership with Superintendent Arts. They're not listening and they're not taking seriously the issues that impact the children in the district and the families and <laughs> the community and some of them we have all heard from. The, the state audit began uh, just three or four days later. Um, So there were a lot of concerns that they found um, these paper records uh, for the specific years that this audit was supposed to focus on. So like I mentioned earlier, there are these past two years of audits did not look good. Fiscal year 2019, fiscal year 2020. And so the community collected 900 signatures and formally requested the state auditor, complete an investigative audit of Western Heights District Finances. Then the State Board of Education also made a request for, for an audit of the, of the state auditor's office for those fiscal years. And then they find shredded bags of documents from 2019 and 2020 uh, behind the district administration building. And I, I will point out, state auditor inspector Cindy Bird, she said there are real reasons to shred documents. We are always concerned whenever we see a large amount of records uh, shredded, especially in the midst of asking for a special investigative audit, but we also should remember that there are real reasons to shred documents. So at this time, until there is a document I'm asking for that they cannot produce, I'm not going to be extremely concerned. What we're going to do is we're going to go directly for the documents we need to conduct this audit. If we find that any records are not available, then we'll start looking at the shredded documents.
1: Certainly suspicious. And and we know from, you know, just how government works, these audits take a long time to finish, and it may be months or a year before we hear anything back from the state auditor's office, if we're lucky, I guess.
0: Yeah. The state auditor said we're six months away from Mm -hmm. the audit report coming out.
1: Now, I'm not sure if this is a fair assessment. You can let me know if it is, but it really seems like Western Heights, uh, the school district, the people... Uh, running the place, the uh, superintendent and and the board, it seems like they're thumbing their nose at the State Board of Education by, uh, you know, picking their own replacement for the superintendent, um, even though the state already named their pick. Um, It it, it seems kind of confusing. Describe what happened.
0: Yeah. So after... Like we discussed before, um, Western Heights was put on probation. They had 90 days to take some corrective action. And those 90 days expired with little to any response at all from the district. Certainly very few, if any, steps taken to correct what's going on. So at the end of that time period, the State Board of Education decided, okay, what do we do now that we gave them this window of time and they didn't really do anything with it? They went ahead and decided we are going to make a full intervention in this district. That means that we will take over operations. We will appoint an interim superintendent to, to lead the district for the next year. And in that time, any decisions that the Western Heights School Board makes, is subject to approval by the State Board of Education. They're also going to gather some community members, uh, business leaders from that area, um, and then, you know, some some uh, staff members, state officials, to come up with a turnaround plan. Um, but basically, the state took things over and said, you know, we're... We're going to have to run run the show for the next year. Um, and the district's response to that was, even though the state had already appointed an interim superintendent, his name is Monty Guthrie. He's a high-ranking state official. Uh, state Superintendent Hoffmeister um, had decided, you know, Monty Guthrie is going to be the interim superintendent for the next year. The Western High School Board, two days later, said, no, we're going to appoint our own interim superintendent.
1: Right, and so the the Western Heights School Board hired their own superintendent. So you you have like competing superintendents, at least on paper. Who's in charge today?
0: <laughs> that is a great question. Um, the state says they are. Uh, Monty Guthrie says he is. Um, it's interesting the response that he gave because he he made his first visit to the district. Um, just a couple of days um, after he was appointed and the day after the, the school district chose their own interim superintendent and, and reporters asked him, who who did people respond to you as the superintendent? Who were they calling the superintendent of the school district? And he said, I'm not worried about the titles right now. I'm coming in and I only know how to run a district one way. And that's with everybody involved. Um, And he was saying that, you know, his interactions with the school district had been positive while he was there. Um, So I I don't I don't think the state really cares what the district thinks that they can do in terms of pointing their own leadership. They have their guy. He's coming in. And I think if you ask them, he's the one who's going to be directing things from here on out
1: and all all of this if you want to put it into context all of this is occurring during the summer but still we just a few weeks away from school starting
0: yeah we're we're about a month out um and you know like i said before there are questions about do they have enough people to open on the first day of school um, do they have their, the conditions within their schools in order as maintenance in order to, to be able to open? Um, there's a lot that they need to get under control um, and to sort out um, in order to, to open. I think they're in that process right now of determining what their needs are and what they need to do to, to be able to be there for their students when the school year starts.
1: Now, how are staff, the remaining staff that they have at Western Heights and parents of children who go there, how are they reacting to this uh, state board takeover, really, of their school district?
0: They welcome it. Everybody that I've spoken with says they are happy that somebody is stepping in and doing something.
1: I mean, it's really to know that There's finally going to be some changes made, that Mannix Barnes is going to be gone, that our school board is going to finally be forced to do the right thing for these kids and for this school and all of our wonderful educators.
0: I mean, this community has been advocating for at least a year, if not more, for changes in this district. They advocated against Manix barnes They've advocated against um, the the district uh, school board seeming to ignore what the state was telling them to do. There's a lot of community concern about what's been going on. They wanted their district to survive, but they, they wanted different people to be making these decisions of where to go and what to do next. After the loss of 277 teachers, Let me tell you, these are not just numbers. These are people. These people that you all have terminated, accepted resignations for, you lost in the end. You tried to call the state bluff and you lost. So with the help of the state, with the community, we will bring back the
1: retention of our
0: teachers. We will bring back the students and we will make sure you are not here to see it.
1: This is a, a really incredible story, and and I'm glad that you're down there um, reporting about this. And and you know, just a guess, I don't think this is going to be the last we hear uh, from from Western Heights. Um, excited to see what you have planned coming up uh, in the next few weeks, as as really everybody kind of gets a grip on the new reality.
0: Yeah, lots of twists and turns in this whole saga. Thanks for joining us this week. This podcast is possible because of the Oklahomans' subscribers. We encourage you to subscribe if you can. You can read these stories and more every day in the Oklahoman and at Oklahoman.com.